You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you stretch your hands to me? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word, which is spirit and is life. The entrance of your word brings light and it gives understanding to the simple. Thank you for the light that is coming through your word. Thank you for the spirit of revelation. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom that is coming upon us in the name of Jesus. I declare revelation over your people in the name of Jesus. I declare multiple openings into the spirit, into realms, dimensions. Oh God of the spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory, glory. Uh, turn to someone and say, Revelation precedes manifestation. Okay. So just like hearing precedes faith, Revelation precedes manifestation. So we're looking at the spirit of wisdom and of revelation Look at Ephesians chapter 1, and I want to read from verse 17, that the Father, this is Paul praying, that the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. So the first thing about revelation is knowing God. Okay? The spirit of wisdom and of revelation is given to you to know God first. It's not to know an angel. Neither is it to know a demon. Come on. Yes, it's to know God. It's not just to know miracles, but it's to know God. The ultimate knowledge is the knowledge of God. There's no knowledge higher than the knowledge of God. Are you following me? Yeah. So he gives to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him. So I don't know about you. I want to know God more. Yes, I want to know him more. But you cannot know him by your senses. To know God, you need revelation. God cannot be known except He reveals Himself. Except He reveals Himself, people don't know Him. So, even your salvation was preceded by revelation. You didn't just get saved. No. You heard the gospel. Am I correct? And something was revealed to your mind. Or to your heart. And then you responded. That's how you got saved. So there is no manifestation without revelation. The grace that brought salvation to all men has appeared. Somebody say revelation. 
So if he does not appear, there's no salvation. So because he came, we have salvation. Because he revealed the love of the Father. Jesus was the embodiment of the Father. He, was the ex- he is the express image of God. According to Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 3. Amen. Yeah. So he came to reveal the Father to us. And that's why we can be saved. That's why we can be saved. So, could it be that you're not experiencing certain things because certain things have not been revealed to you? Just a question. Yeah. So, that's why this prayer is a very important prayer that Paul was praying for the church of Ephesus. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. So the first thing you need is to know God. Know God before you know any other person. Okay, you knew your parents first, maybe. (laughs) Huh? So, your parents, I'm sure, demonstrated an aspect of God to you. Yes? Yeah. You knew the nurturing nature of God through your mother. You knew the provision of God. Through your father and mother. Yes? Yeah. So you knew. To some point. To the best of their abilities. And by the revelation they had. They showed you what they knew. Am I correct? Yeah. It's according to their revelation. It's according to their understanding. It's according to the wisdom that was meted out to them. That's what they used to raise you. They might have made mistakes here and there, but guess what? It's according to their knowledge. It's according to what was revealed to them. So don't blame them, okay? Somebody needs to do some forgiving here. Yeah. So you need to forgive your parents. Whatever you thought, they should have done that they didn't do. Please forgive them. They did it according to the revelation that they had. They could not manifest what was not revealed to them. Are you getting my point? Yeah. They could not manifest what was not revealed to them. And because of that, you need to understand. So, how many people can do some forgiving? Come on. You have things to forgive. Alright, yes. God bless you. Yeah. Because you have been forgiven as well. And one day, if you are not yet a parent, one day you will be a parent. 
And guess what? You won't be a perfect one. <laughs> so think about that. Alright? Think about that. And so behave yourself appropriately. <laughs> Fantastic. Alright. So the spirit of wisdom and revelation is what we've been dealing with. Huh? But I want to emphasize the how revelation leads to manifestation or how revelation precedes manifestation. And it, it, it is interesting that whenever God wants to do something, He sends His Word. Am I correct? Why does He send the Word? Because the Word is the one, is, it's, it's His Word that reveals His mind. His mind is revealed through His Word. So even the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Revelation, does not work without the Word of God. Does not work without the Word of God. The Holy Spirit works with the Word of God. And that's why if you want to flow in revelation, you must not put the word of God aside. As a matter of fact, you need more of the word if you want to walk in revelation. God cannot trust some people with revelation because they don't value the word. Because the word of God is is, is what God has given to you to help you to remain safe in the realm of revelation. Because deception can happen in the realm of revelation. Many cults were started by revelation. But who brought that revelation? You see, yeah. Many false religions began through revelation. Like I was reading years ago about the founder of um, Christian science. She said, just like Paul had an encounter on the road to Damascus. She said she had the same experience. That this spirit came and hit her. Boom! And the revelation came. And what was the product? It was neither Christian nor scientific. So if you are not well grounded in the word of God. Guess what? You'll just be deceived. If you are just seeking revelation for the sake of revelation. And not seeking to know God. You can be misled. Okay? So love him more. God wants to manifest Himself to you. He wants to reveal Himself to you. He wants to reveal His plans. He wants to reveal His purposes. He wants to reveal His deep thoughts to you. About you. <laughs> about you. Huh? Do you know that you have a past, you have a present, and you have a future? And then the realm of revelation can capture all of that. Just like God uh, 
He's the one who was and is and is to come. Yes? So you too, you were. You are and you will be. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yeah. If we just go to your parents and check their albums, we will see who you were. Come on. Yeah, don't give me that nice look. Some of you, the way you were before. You don't want anyone to see that. That's who you were. But look at who you are now. Come on, give yourselves a hand. <laughs> Praise God. And then imagine who you will be. All of that, the spirit of revelation can come upon you and take you back to who you were and teach you something about who you are now. Why you are who you are now and who you will be. <laughs> Glory to God. It's just like, why I'm excited about us as a church is because I have seen where we are going. By revelation. So that makes me excited. You know, from time to time, the Lord will now come give me another glimpse again. Look. Look at where I'm taking you. So it's exciting. But it's the spirit of revelation. So then that gives you, that gives you the confidence to endure whatever you want, you need to endure. Are you getting my point? To endure whatever you need to endure. Yes. But many Christians who don't have access. Well they have access. But they don't. Um, they don't walk in revelation. They're not even open to it. And because of that. Everything is done. Every decision is made. Just by what they can see with their eyes. Or what they hear with their ears. So that's how they make decisions. And it's interesting that some of them make life-changing decisions without revelation. They just look and they, they calculate. You know? And then they make a decision. And make no mistake, there's a place for that. But there are, there are dimensions you cannot enter into. Unless God opens certain things to you. There are things about you you don't even know. Do you realize that? Yes. There are things about you that you don't know. But the Holy Spirit knows. The Holy Spirit knows. So you might be going through something now. And maybe you're about to throw in the towel and the Holy Spirit just comes. Maybe gives you one dream or whatever, just shows you something. And you're like, oh my word. Then you are now strengthened. You see, then you can endure. You can endure hardship as a good soldier. You can endure persecution. You can endure ridicule from people. You can endure whatever it is the enemy throws at you because you have seen 
beyond where you are. And I pray that God will show you beyond where you are. That he will begin to open your eyes to see beyond your current situation. So that your present situation does not discourage you so much that you take some dumb decisions that will abort your future. If Judas knew the destiny that was before him, do you think he would have betrayed Jesus? He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Yeah. But I thank God because the Holy Spirit has been given to us to reveal to us the mind of God. All right? Turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 1. 1 Corinthians, sorry, chapter 2, not 1. It says in verse 9, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. Can you see? Through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Hallelujah. The Spirit searches all things. The deep things of God. There are deep things of God about you. The Spirit has searched them out already. But He's just waiting to have the kind of relationship with you whereby He will now begin to show them to you. Because your relationship with Him has not come to a point where He can share secrets with you. So He doesn't reveal. Yeah, that's the problem. Because people want revelation, but they don't want relationship. So, relationship precedes revelation. So, not only does, not only does um, revelation precede manifestation, relationship precedes revelation. So, go for intimacy. Hallelujah. Go for intimacy. Desire to know God. Desire to know God more than your best friend. Desire to know God more than your spouse. Come on. Desire to know God more than your textbook. Desire to know God more than how to make money. Hallelujah. All those things are good. But make knowing God become your ultimate pursuit. Make intimacy become the ultimate achievement. Let your relationship with God be such that your emotions are involved. Come on. Yes, your passion is involved. Glory to God. Yes, let it be like that. Huh? When last did you worship God until you started crying? Come on. Oh, pastor, that sounds strange. Why would I do that? Then you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. When last have you spent time with God? You're just praying, then you, you just lost for words. 
and you just, you just love him so much, you don't know what to say. Say intimacy. When last have you spent time with God that you now begin to experience, I don't know how to describe it. Words fail me to describe it. But for lack of a better word, I'll say ecstasy. When last have you experienced that in your relationship with God, in your walk with God, in your prayer life? Huh? When last have you spent time reading the Bible that excitement hits you and, and, and you, you don't know what to do with yourself? I say, hey, wow, this is something else. And you're talking to yourself. And everybody's looking around like, huh? When last did you experience that? These are all manifestations. Those, these are all indications of entering into certain dimensions. Hallelujah. When last did you pray to a point where you can't stop praying? Huh? You're praying, praying, and like, you want to stop, but it's like, He's, he's saying, no. Spend more time with me. When last have you experienced that? When last have you had, had um, um, time with God? You're studying the Bible and then you lose sight of time. And then you just discover that the night is gone. And it's morning. Hello? Pastor? But I'm not a pastor. But you're a lover of God. Am I correct? Yeah, you love God. Don't you, don't you remember the times that you spent with your best friend? And you are together and you are just talking. You can't stop talking. And you just discover that time is gone. Or don't you remember those times when you went home on holiday and you were spending time with that your cousin and you talk through the night? Senseless things. You're just talking, talking. There's nothing significant. What you are saying does not add any value to your life, but you just enjoyed it. Come on. How many people have been there? Yeah. So have you had that kind of relationship with God? I want the veil to be removed. Hallelujah. So that you can enter into these things. Because it's there for you. It's there for you. Now, I'm not saying it has to happen all the time, every day. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm asking, when last did it happen? It would be so nice if you could say it happened last week. You know? Or yesterday. Or even this morning. But if what I'm saying sounds strange to you, you still have a long way to go. Now if you've experienced it, it doesn't mean you've arrived. Okay? So don't pat yourself and say, oh yeah, I've arrived now. No! That's how to get into spiritual pride. Yeah. You should now say, I want more. 
want more. Glory to God. These are keys to walking in revelation. When revelation starts falling upon your life, certain manifestations will start happening. It's not how much you can pray, but it's how much is revealed to you. Do you get my point? Yeah. It's how much is revealed to you. If, if Abraham did not have a revelation of God, do you think he would have become a father of many nations? It's not possible. How? With what? God had to reveal himself to Abraham. And you see, God is so vast. I've said it many times. He's so vast that it requires multiple revelations. For eternity, he'll be revealing himself. And still, he would not have finished showing who he is. So, we need... Instead of saying, okay, uh, I need a breakthrough in this area. Okay, yeah, I know you need a breakthrough. Don't, don't misunderstand me. But instead of focusing on the breakthrough, why can't you focus on the God that gives the breakthrough? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Because remember, even God being a healer, huh? being a healer, it didn't just, it didn't just happen. Jehovah Rapha came. His revelation as Rapha is what brought health and healing. You see? So you can't walk in divine health if you have not received a revelation of Him as your health and as your healing. So that's why Revelation will always precede manifestation. Glory to God. Do you believe me? Look at Exodus chapter 23. God was speaking to Moses. In verse 20, he says, Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way. And to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Right? And let me skip down to verse 23. He says, For my angel will go before you and bring you in to the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hevites and the Jebusites and all the other ites. He says, I will cut them. I will cut them off. Alright? But notice that even this promise was preceded by a revelation. God tells Moses, my angel. So God revealed the angel. Alright? To Moses and say, this is the angel that is going to go before you. And this is what is coming. What this revelation will achieve in your life. And then he says, um, verse 24, You shall not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor, 
do according to their works, but you shall utterly overthrow them and completely break down their sacred pillars. So you shall serve the Lord your God. Alright? So, God has revealed himself to Moses already. We Remember the first revelation was in chapter 3 of Exodus, the burning bush. Right? Now, in fact, that revelation was what led to the deliverance of Israel. So, the, the deliverance of Israel from Egypt was preceded by the revelation at the burning bush. Are you getting my point? It was preceded by the revelation at the burning bush. So, that same God revealed himself as the great I am that I am. That was the revelation Moses got. I am that I am has appeared to me. He says, now go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. But he, Moses could not have just gone to say, let my people go. Why? He needed a revelation. And that revelation, when it came, I am that I am. He was empowered. Glory to God. That revelation empowered him. Some of you have had encounters with God. You've had revelations. And yet you have not maximized those revelations. You just came out of that and said, Oh, wow, I had an encounter. Oh, oh. oh I saw Jesus. Okay, then what did you do after that? What did you manifest after that? Huh? Don't waste your experiences. Don't waste your revelations. Don't waste your encounters. They are for a reason. God gives them to you for a reason. It's not just to add to your, to your file, your archives. You say, oh well, I've had so many of this. I've had so many of this kind of revelation. I've had so many of this kind of vision. I've had so many of this kind of dreams. I've had so many of this kind of insights. I've had so many of this. And so what? What have you done with that? You know you're going to be, you're going to give, give an account. Yeah. In case you didn't know. Oh. Pastor, you were preaching well until now. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Don't go there. Pastor, it's enough. You've said enough. We got you. We got you already. No, you didn't. You need to hear me well. Hmm? So he says to them, in verse 25, he says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness from the midst of you. Hallelujah. That is amazing. He says, No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I receive that. I don't know about you. Somebody, somebody just receive that. Say, I receive that. In the name of Jesus, I will fulfill the number of my days. I will not suffer miscarriage. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I will not suffer barrenness. In the name of Jesus, by reason of this revelation, barrenness is broken over my life. By reason of this revelation, barrenness in every endeavor is broken over our lives in the name of Jesus. By reason of this revelation, 
Yes, miscarriage is broken over our lives. We're not going to miscarry our breakthroughs. We're not going to miscarry our miracles anymore. In the name of Jesus. Whether it's biological miscarriage or spiritual miscarriage, that is broken right now in the name of Jesus. It's broken over our lives. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's broken. Yes. So, revelation precedes manifestation. Before you enter into whatever God has for you, something needs to be revealed to you. Something needs to be revealed to you. I don't care what it is, but God has a key. Because in the realm of the Spirit, revelation are keys. Revelation are keys in the realm of the Spirit. Let me show you. Matthew chapter 16. You remember when Jesus asked the disciples, Who do men say that I the Son of Man am? And he said, they said, Some say John the Baptist. Some say Jeremiah. Some say Elijah. Some say one of the prophets. And Jesus stops and says, But who do you? Say that I am. Enough of public opinion. Enough of opinions of the experts. Enough of opinion of professors. Enough of opinion of the economy. And you know the the, the media and all of that. Enough of all that opinion. Who do you say that I am? Okay. And look at what Peter says. The Bible says in verse 7. uh, 17 rather. Matthew 16, 17. It says... Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And then he says, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound. In heaven, whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. Notice that he did not give him the keys without him getting revelation. So revelation was the key. Hallelujah. Because the, the, the king himself, the king of kings himself has been revealed to you. The one that has come to establish the kingdom of God on earth has been revealed to you, Peter. Because you have, you have accessed this revelation, you are entitled to this key. Among all the apostles, only Peter was given the keys. Why? Because of the revelation. So what is revealed to you can open certain doors. Can open doors. Oh, pastor, I want deliverance. Then you need a key. There's a revelation you need. Stop running from pillar to post looking for someone. Huh? Looking for someone who is going to charge you some fat money. For a one-to-one. Come on. Because you want to be free. Because you don't want to pay the price for revelation. Because of your laziness in the spirit. And because of your laziness in the spirit, you get deceived. 
people make uh, money out of you because of that. When you can just connect with heaven and receive the key. Now, I'm not saying God cannot use people to change your life. Please hear me. That's not what I'm saying. But I see too many Christians running from pillar to post looking for what is already available to them. Doesn't make sense. You won't dwell long enough on the word of God for the, the, the spirit of God to open the word to you. You won't dwell long enough in prayer for it to open up to you. Let somebody do it for me. The easy part is just part to part with money. And the same people, when you ask them to give to the work of God, will be the ones complaining. Isn't that interesting? I'm amazed at this generation. May God deliver us. Revelation will hand into you, your hands, certain keys. Why is it that the enemy is fighting us so hard and yet he cannot defeat us? You know what? Some things have been revealed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you one secret. We're going to have many properties in this land. We're going to have lots of them. Come on, did you hear me? Say lots of them. We are going to have properties all over the place. We'll have them on that side of the freeway. We'll have them on this side of the freeway. We will have properties. Glory to God. Why? I've seen it. Glory to God. That's why I can say, I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. I'm just moved by the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm not moved by what I see with my natural eyes. But I'm moved by what I see with my spiritual eyes. I'm moved by what God has spoken. Many Christians only live by what they see with their physical eyes. And that's why the enemy has been robbing them. You just need somebody to be revealed to you. Just go to sleep and God say, go. Give this person a call. And he will take care of this. And you know, it can change your, the story of your life. Just one revelation. <laughs> yeah. God revealed to Paul, huh? When he just got saved and was blinded, he says, There's a man coming. Ananias. Hmm? He is going to lay hands on you so that you can receive your sight. It was revealed to Paul. And then when God came to, <laughs> to Ananias to say, hey, go, there's a man there. Saul of Tarsus, go. He said, Lord, didn't you read the headlines? This guy is busy killing Christians. And God said, no, don't say that. He has seen in a vision. He has seen you already coming. So go and fulfill that vision. 
Hallelujah. So may God reveal certain people to you. People that matter in your, in your walk. May God reveal them to you. You know, I'm surprised there are some people that God revealed my face to in a dream. And they came to me and said, Pastor, the Lord told me you are my pastor. But guess what? They're not here. Isn't that incredible? I'm amazed at people. So, okay, how do you want God to do it? Huh? How else? How clear can it be? There are people who it wasn't revealed to. They just sense in their heart. They just step in here and they say, this is where I belong. Come on, how many people? That's, that has been your experience. Yeah, yeah. But some people, God has gone as far as giving them, opening their eyes. And they see, never seen my face before, walk into the church. And then after that, I say, oh, man, I saw you. Oh, and I've, several people have had that experience. But what happened? Eesh. May God help us. Amen. May God help us. Yeah. There are some people that, that, that left and God showed this is where this person is supposed to have been. This place is vacant now. This person was supposed to occupy this place for what I'm about to do. But they are not here. Why? They had a wind that blew them. So we just look and say, oh God, have mercy. Hallelujah! That's why we need revelation. What I'm saying is important. So you, 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 you are careful not to allow anything offend you. And then you make a destiny changing decision. Just on the basis of a simple offense. Oh my God. <laughs> Revelation precedes manifestation. I'll give you another example. You remember Joshua, right? After Moses dies, Joshua has to take over and lead these people into the promised land. Okay? Lead these people into the promised land. And God revealed himself to Joshua in chapter 1. But you know that that revelation in chapter 1 was strong enough to take him. But when they were before Jericho, he needed another revelation. Turn with me to Joshua. I'll close with this. My Lord. Say, Lord, give me revelation. Some people think we don't need revelation. It's up to them. Maybe they don't. I do. Amen? Now, in uh, chapter 5 of Joshua... It came to pass, verse 13, when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? I like Joshua. 
The guy is not afraid of anything. We need such people. Lord, raise Joshua's in this house. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So he said, no. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped. And said to him, what does my Lord have to say to his servant? I love this guy. And you know, this was Jesus. It wasn't an angel because he didn't stop him from worshipping him. If it were an angel, an angel would have said, Hey, 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 please, I don't want trouble. You know what happened to Lucifer? Let it not happen to me. Don't worship me. No, no, no. This was Jesus. This is what is known as theophany. Okay? In theology, that's the pre-incarnate manifestation of Christ. So, this was Jesus himself standing there. And he immediately bows down to worship. And then the commander of the Lord's army said to him, Take your sandals off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Now look at chapter 6 verse 1. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, come on, may the Lord speak to you. The Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand. It's king and the mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. So that he needed this revelation in order to possess Jericho. He could not have manifested the power to take that, that, that city without this revelation. So there are certain revelations we need this year that is going to take us into certain manifestations. And Lord, I ask that you would release it upon your people. Let it fall upon you. In the name of Jesus. Let that revelation come upon you. Transform your life. And chart a new course for you. The paths of greatness that you will begin to walk. On high places. Let your horn be exalted. Like the horn of the unicorn. In the name of Jesus. Let that revelation come upon you. In the name of Jesus. The revelation you need for the next dimension. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus. The revelation you need to enter into the higher things. Into the deeper things. In the name of Jesus. The revelation you need to walk in the miraculous. Let it fall upon you. In the name of Jesus. The revelation you need to dominate in that industry. Let it fall upon you. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus. The revelation you need to take cities. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus. The revelation you need right now to free your family. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus, the revelation you need for victory, let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus, the revelation you need to break the backbone of the enemy over your family, over your ancestry, let it come upon you. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I release revelations. Multiple revelations, revelations for new levels, revelations for new dimensions. In the name of Jesus, let it come upon you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. I want you to begin to talk to God. Say, I receive revelation. Lord, I ask for revelation. The revelation I need to, to change my life. Yes. Yes. I know I had revelation last time. I had revelation last week. I had revelation last month. I had revelation last year. But it's not enough. It is not enough. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. The, the revelation to take territories. To take territories. Let it come upon you. The, the revelation to become champions. Captains of industries. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Revelation to dominate finance. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Revelation to dominate in the marketplace. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Revelation to bring deliverance to many. Let it come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let the angels of revelation be released in this house. In the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of revelation, oh my God, be released in this house. Just like you sent Gabriel to bring revelation to Daniel. Lord, send your angels to bring revelation to your people. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Reveal to them. Reveal to them. My God. My God. Whatever they need, by revelation, they will possess their possessions. They will possess their land of promise. They will possess their land of promise by revelation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I give you glory. I give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Just say this after me, Heavenly Father. I ask for revelation. Revelation for the next level. Revelation for the next dimension. Let it come upon me. I ask for the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of you. Help me to know you in your multiple facets, multi-dimensional revelations. Let him come upon me in the name of Jesus. I don't only want to know you as my savior. I want to know you as I am that I am. I want to know you as my everything. Everything I need. Let there be a revelation. Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself to me. In a way I've never seen you before. In a way I've never known you before. In a way I've never experienced you before. In the name of Jesus. Father, I open myself. I open my spirit to the spirit of revelation and of wisdom. Fill me, Lord, with revelation.
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, give him praise, somebody. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Listen to me. Your life will never be the same again. In the name of Jesus. By the hand of God. By the spirit of wisdom and of revelation coming upon you. You have been changed. Your life is redefined. Your life is redefined by the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and of revelation is going to mark you distinctly. And you stand out among your peers in the name of Jesus. I speak the blessing of God over your life in the name of Jesus. I speak increase. Let there be a revelation of wealth. Let there be a revelation of increase. Let there be a revelation of fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. Let there be a revelation of greatness in the name of Jesus to come upon you, to come upon you right now. I speak as a king in God's kingdom. Yes, by virtue of the anointing, by virtue of the imperial power vested upon me, I declare you great in the sight of God. I declare you great in the name of Jesus. I declare you beloved of the Lord. Visitations abound for you. Manifestations abound for you. In the name of Jesus, receive greater grace, greater grace, greater grace to rest upon you. In the name of Jesus, that you will be a sign and a wonder from this day. I declare you a living sign and a living wonder to your generation. In the name of Jesus, I declare the glory of the Lord rising upon you yes the glory of the Lord rising upon you in the name of Jesus receive wisdom receive revelation receive empowerment receive supernatural endowment let it come upon you right now right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, I decree multiple openings for you. Doors of promotion, doors of abundance. Yes, let portals begin to open for you into the realm of the spirit. Thank you, Lord. I declare the ministry of angels to be activated in your life, to be activated over you. I declare over you unexplainable favor. <laughs> favor that defies human explanation. Let it come upon you. Let it come upon you. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus, I decree in the name of Jesus, 
I decree greater grace. I decree. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everyone that is serving in this house, I release upon you right now. Everyone that is serving in this house, I release upon your life. I release upon your life a favor that cannot be explained. I release upon your life. Yes, I release upon your life. There is an angel that has been given to us. There is an angel that has been working with me. And I, I commission that angel to work in your life. In the name of Jesus. To work in your life. That from now on. It's not just your efforts. As hard working as you are, you will start to experience what you do not deserve. It will come upon you in the name of Jesus from this very moment going forward in the name of Jesus. Yes, the kind of favor I have experienced let it come upon you in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon you in the name of Jesus. Everyone that comes, rises up against you will face the wrath of God because he will keep you as the apple of his eye in the name of Jesus. I decree that over your life. Lord, everyone under my authority, I bring into the covenant, Lord my God, that you have with me. Let them begin to enter into those things. Those things you've shown me. Those, those things you've told me in the secret. Let it begin to manifest in their lives. In the name of Jesus, I release it over them. I decree it right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord praise. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.